Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off, this show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Hey there, welcome back. And on today's episode, I am going to walk you through the first pillar of my three pillar system, the layout. And I talked previously about my three pillars, the layout, the launch, the leverage. And we're going to talk today about the layout. And this is the first piece. And this is what you think about when you are trying to create a course. Um, how many modules am I going to have? How long should it be? What should the title be? What should the price be? And how should I do it? Do I do videos? Do I do audios and workbooks? And it's all of the logistical things, but it's also like the whole content and the foundation of the course. So I'm going to walk through some of the big pieces in here and just like what's what are the big parts of the layout of the course. And one of the first things, or the first thing I should say, is making sure you are finding the migraine problem for your clients. And I know I talk about this, in, and you'll probably hear this in many of my podcasts, but I can't stress this enough. Your course topic, like the thing you're going to teach about, has to be the migraine or the most urgent problem that your clients think they have. And there's that sounds so easy, but when you sit down and try to figure this out, it, it takes a little testing and it takes a little work because you don't want to rush this. You don't want to just assume you know what it is because about 90% of the time when people come to me with a, their idea, they change, they tweak they pivot a little or a lot based on the validation and the testing that they do on that topic. And there's a few reasons for this. And briefly, I'm not going to go deep into this because you'll probably hear me talk about the migraine problem another time. But basically, it's not what you think your clients need. It's what they think they need. And that isn't always the same. In fact, many times it's not the same. Many times your clients don't know what they need. They just know they have this big problem. They have this big pain or this big challenge and they need it fixed. If they knew how to do it already, if they knew what was involved, then they probably would have already got it fixed. But because they don't really know how to fix it and what's involved in, in fixing it and the exact problem it actually is, then they're just still out there. Let's say they have back pain, like they're just stuck out there with a the pain and they don't know that it's from sitting in the wrong chair or sitting all day or bad posture. All they know is they have a pain. So they want you to fix their pain. So if you start talking about posture and other things, 
they may not see that they need to be, they need to be handed. I will help your back pain. Then you can take them through your process. So you have to understand what they think the big problem is and your course needs to be the solution for that problem. This is the foundation of your course. If you miss the mark, if you don't get it right, if you get it half right, then that's going to be the difference in your course kind of selling or selling like crazy. So we want to get this right. And I take my students through the validation process. They come with some ideas like, okay, like I'm an accountant and I've been doing accounting and I want to teach um, you know, people how to do their books or their taxes, whatever, like they have an idea of what they want to bring. And then we really go out and they, they ask, they test their market, they ask questions, they dig deep and make sure that what they get is the true migraine problem. Not just one person told them something, but they actually get a lot of feedback and everyone's saying the same thing or the same two things. This is what creates a good course that people actually will pay for and you'll be right on the mark this way. So that's the first part is to come with your idea and then test, validate your idea, make sure that your idea is the right one. And if it's not, then you need to hone in on what that right one is. So now once you have that, the next part is to talk about your ideal student. Who is this going to be for? Who are you going to be offering this course to? Not just anyone, not just everyone, right? Who is the right person? And then take a look at that. And many times you can help lots of different people. I could teach all different people how to make courses, and I have. I started off with my homeschool moms from my, my other business that I have, which was that homeschool business. I had a very large list. And when I started this business about exactly four years ago, I will say, I put an email out to my whole list and said, this is not about homeschooling, but if any of you have thought about making money at home with a course and being able to stay home with your child and make some extra money on the side, I'd love to talk with you about helping you create a course. Like this very simple email I sent out and I got a lot of good responses. And those people became my first clients um, that I started in January of 2016. So I started there and I have worked with authors who took their nonfiction books and turned them into courses. I have worked with professionals, therapists, and now I'm kind of leaning into coaches. But really, I, it's just about who you really want to work with and who will be the best fit for you. So if you are a health and wellness coach, you know, do you want to help midlife women? Do you want to help millennials? Do you want to help moms who just had a baby? Like, what is it for you? Who is it for you? So you have to decide as you are building your course, before you build your course, who your ideal person is, because there may be things you put into your course that are relevant to your, your target audience. And if you're building a course to help moms lose the baby weight, then you're going to put some different things in rather than if you help a midlife woman uh, lose, you know, her stomach weight from going through menopause or something, right? So it's going to be different and you're going to have different 
ways you speak to them, different types, depending on their ages. If you put different high level exercises or something easier on their joints, right? So you really have to know who your ideal person is because you'll, you'll shape your course, even if it's basically the same, you'll, you'll shape your course a little bit different based on that ideal person. So understanding your ideal student is very important. And then the other big pillar or piece really that I, I, I encourage people to do here is um, determine your course outcome. This is when someone takes your course and goes through all of your modules and watches all of your videos and takes all of your exercises, whatever you're offering, what will they get? Like, what's the bottom line that they will get inside of your course? They will, will they lose the last 10 pounds of baby weight? Will they learn how to create a Facebook ad? Will they know how to train their new puppy? Like you have to decide what the boundaries are for your course. And this can be hard because you have a lot of experience. It sounds easier than it is. It's like, oh, well, I'll just teach him this. But you have so much knowledge and you are farther ahead than the person who's taking your course. You know so much. So you have to be careful that you don't overwhelm them with information and put everything you know about Facebook ads or everything you know about losing weight. You have to keep the boundaries and keep it just what they need inside of this course. All they need is this to get to the finish line. They don't need all this extra stuff because I people I've worked with before, women like to over deliver and they want to help. And I understand that. But inside of a course, it becomes hard if you put so many things in there and people are looking going, oh my gosh, do I have to look at all of this? I just want to get to this. And if you have a whole bunch of extra things that are not really related or they don't have to be in there, then I suggest you take them out or put them as a bonus, but not too many. Because the more you put in, the more people think they have to digest all that information if people are busy. And again, it depends on your student, who they are, if they're busy, business owners or corporate executives, like they just need to get to the point and get the information so they can get the transformation. So knowing the outcome is basically the boundaries of what you're going to put in and what your content's going to be. So you have to understand what the outcome is of your course. And if you have that, that will really help you when we move to the next step, which is the outline. Like this is where you outline all of your stuff. This is where you say, okay, they want to lose 10 pounds. So what's the very first step? Step one is they do this. And then step two, they do this. Step three, they do this. And step four, they do this. So then once you know where you're going, once you have the destination, which is the outcome, you can say, okay, now what do I need to do to get them there? And it makes it a lot easier for you to compile the information and put it into a nice outline um, form in steps and take them on a journey from where they are right now to where they want to go. So once you have that destination, you create the map, the map is your steps, the modules, the pieces of information that you're going to give them to get them to that transformation of losing 10 pounds or whatever it is for you. So the outline becomes the bones of your of your course. Like that's what you're going to teach. You don't have to write out everything. I, I think of this, I'm very visual. So I think of those 
back to English class, you guys, the Roman numerals with the ABC and all of that, like think of an outline when you write a paper. <laughs> and that's kind of what I do when I'm, when I'm doing it. I have the main topic. So the main topic, let's just say for the weight loss might be, um, see your, what's your current schedule with working out or something. I don't know. Like what you, what are you currently doing? So then it's like, okay. And under that, it might be exercise, um, sleeping and I don't know, um, weightlifting or something. I'm sorry. I'm not a weight loss coach, but under each topic, you probably have three to four things that you want to discuss about that topic. So if you write down the first big topic and then underneath you write a few little things that'll get you through this process and you can take a look and see, um, okay, great. You've got, I've got everything. I've got my steps. I've got what I'm going to talk about in each thing. And that becomes the outline. And that becomes the, what you use to teach your course. And you may already have some things put together. You may already have some PowerPoints or something somewhere, but look at this from the standpoint of where you are right now and the new foundation that you've created and your new course outcome and make sure you just only put that information in. And of course, within the layout is all of the other little fun stuff that's going through your head. Like how many modules? Well, you'll see how many modules once you map it out into your outline. How long will it be? Well, it's as long as it needs to be to teach them to get to the outcome. And I know people hate this when I tell them this because I get this question. Just about everybody asks me the same one. How long does it have to be? It has to be as long as it needs to be to get them. And what I usually say is, teach it in the shortest amount of time you can and still get them to the finish line, right? You don't wanna put fluff, you don't wanna put extra stuff in, give them everything they need. I'm not saying shortcut, but give them everything they need, but don't give them any more. You don't need to give them too much. So that's my rule of thumb. I don't have like, you have to have five modules or four modules or seven modules or whatever. It really depends on what you're teaching. Now, if you have 35 modules, I'm gonna question that. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot. And so I'm hoping that you don't go over 10 modules. I'm just saying that it could be that you do have over 10, but it would have to be a pretty comprehensive course or you're just chunking it down in very small bits. Again, there's no rule of thumb. It's whatever you need to do. And people don't really care you know, how many modules you have, if the course is going to be easily digestible for them and they're going to go through it and they're going to get to the end, then that's what they need. If it's like 17 hours in the first module, then that's going to be hard for people to get through. So you just have to keep that in mind. And if you have that many, you, you know, you might take a look at splitting that up. So inside of the layout also becomes the pricing. It becomes the title. And that, of course, I can't give you a, a true, like, here's what the price should be kind of a thing. It really depends on what you're teaching. And the course title, I have a whole, again, we talk about this inside my program. We have a whole module on pricing and I have a whole pricing template um, and, and title templates. But keep it simple when it comes to the title. Don't make it cute. Make it say what it does. I'd rather have you have a good title that says how to lose the 10 pounds after having a baby than something like, um, I don't know, I can't even think of like chubby bubby, <laughs> something like, you know, cute that nobody knows what it's about, right? You want to actually say what it is. And I know people like to do alliteration, they like to have rhymes, they like to have all this stuff, but I'm telling you, 
you either want it to look cute or you want to sell your course. So just go with me on this, make it simple, say what it is. So when people read the title, they know exactly what the course is about. And basically that's the layout. This is once you have all of this, you move to the next pillar, which is the beta launch. And I'll have another episode all about that. But the layout is that first piece. And once you get all that done, I want you to pre-sell. And that's when you're going to move into pre-selling before you record anything, before you make up your worksheets, before you do any PowerPoint slides. With your hard outline, you go and sell. And I'm going to pick this up on the next one when I go into the beta launch. So until next time. I will see you there. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at donnaashton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.